Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Motherfucking mini-episode. Mini-episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Yep, yep, yep. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories, and we finally work to prove the theories that you, the listener, have at home. That's right, motherfuckers, it's a mini-episode, a motherfucking mini-episode. And just like all the mini-episodes, a true tradition we've built here is that I get to hear from you, the fans, and then unpack the conspiracy theories that you've been kicking around, the ones that you weird freaks fuck around in. And boy, oh boy, is this a fun, weird one. This is a nice, interesting conspiracy theory that came to me. It was sent to me and and it, it came from a person who introduced uh, herself by a name that is not the name from her email. Does that mean that she's writing from a, a, a different person's email or is she giving me a pseudonym? It's hard to know. Either way, I'm going to play her conspiracy theory for you now. What up, Langston? My name is Phoebe. I just wanted you to look into a theory my mom has had my whole life. Well, more like a phobia. She is deathly afraid of cats. Yes, cats. Small, fuzzy, feline friends that live in the home. Pets. Yes, she thinks or has told me many, many times that cats will steal your soul. Ooh, that spicy. cute thing they do when they're pressing into your body and looking up into your eyes. She's like, that's them. That's them thinking about it. They're trying to take your soul. They're figuring out how to take it. Now, in her older age, I've gotten her to admit that there might have been a movie, maybe a Stephen King story mm. made in the in the 80s. 
that involved this, but I think she had the belief before that. And I think that movie just reinforced her fear. So I would love if you would look into this, if it's just from that story, that Stephen King movie, if that movie even exists, or if this is an older thing to be like, yo, cats are not to be trusted. Love the show. Peace. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Phoebe. If that is in fact your real name, I... I'm very excited about this conspiracy theory because, you know what? My wife actually holds the exact same theory. She, there's a cat that uh, I think, I believe is stray, that lives in our neighborhood. And every time she sees it, she says, that motherfucker is evil. She, she hisses at it. She's very cruel to this cat, and she's cruel to all cats. She's an unkind person, and someone should shoot her in the knee. But the point is, she has long maintained that cats steal people's souls. And even when I ask her where this comes from, it's all, it seems irrational. It seems completely unfounded. And so based on your suggestion, I, I decided to do some research. I did some deep digging. And what I found is there are a fair amount of cultural and historical examples of people making this exact same claim. Your mother, Phoebe, is not as crazy as you think. For example, the Highland people of Scotland believe in a cat Sith. That is basically like a demonic version of traditional cats. It's as large as a dog and very, very black. That seems to be an ongoing theme with things that people call evil. But I won't I won't get too hung up on uh, on the racial implications there. But very, very black with a white stamp on its chest. And many believe this cat is actually a witch or, or uh, that these types of cats are witches who have the ability to transform nine different times in their lifespan. In order to, you guessed it, suck out the souls of unsuspecting victims. They also believe that this cat Sith can steal the soul of the dead before God can claim them. That they can basically stand next to a next to a dead body and get a, a leftover soul that's sort of lingering around. Now, why a soul would just hang out in a dead body? No idea. Get moving, soul. What the fuck are you? It's starting to feel a little like necrophilia, you sick freak. Get out of there. Go do go do untethered soul shit, you loser. Anyway, this forced uh the the, the Highland people to take extra steps to protect their dead. They basically would, would guard these bodies and extinguish fires nearby so that the, the cat Sith couldn't find the dead bodies. And they even went so far as to put catnip in their homes while the funerals were going on in order to basically distract the cat Sith and keep them from finding the dead. There are also records of them performing some pretty fucked up rituals called uh tagger tagarm. I don't know how to say this. I'm not Scottish, nor do I want to be. They sound silly, but tagarm, or what is in English translated to giving supper to the devil, where cats were roasted alive. You heard me right. They roasted cats alive on a spit in order to conjure the devil, who was then compelled to grant them a wish to those brave enough to perform this ceremony. They were burning fucking cats so that they could they could get their friend, the devil. To, to give them wishes. There, they were interesting people, the Highland people, and I hope I never get to meet them. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. There are also English superstition, and this is the one that I think is most common in America. There's an English superstition, which I know uh, has carried into modern times, that cats steal babies' breath. We've all heard it. The belief is either that because of jealousy or the smell of titty milk on the baby's lips, the cat will intentionally suffocate a new baby in the house while they're sleeping. They, they love titty milk, apparently, and they're willing to murder for it. They're willing to kill a new newborn baby for some sweet titty milk. And wouldn't we all? Who wouldn't want some titty milk? And who wouldn't kill a baby for that titty milk? Now, this theory, though widespread, that actually in, in 1791, all the way back in 1791, a jury at, at the coroner's inquest in Plymouth, England, found a cat guilty of killing a baby in this way. Similarly, in 1929, in the Nebraska State Journal printed an alleged report from a doctor who said he'd witnessed a house cat lying on the baby's breast, a paw on either side of the baby's mouth, the cat's lips pressing those of the child and the infant's face as pale as that of the corpse, its lips with the blueness of death, that basically that cat was sucking the soul out that baby. Now, this continues in Iceland. There's a legend of, of a creature called the Yule Cat 
that basically eats humans who do not have on fancy new clothes during the Christmas holiday. Basically, Christmas time comes. If you still as bummy as you were before the holiday started, you getting eaten by the Yule Cat. If you're a bummy bitch, you're a kitty dish. That's the deal up in Iceland. In the Middle Ages, it was commonly believed that cats were, were connected to Satan, that they were like friends with Satan, so much so that they believed that cats were solely responsible for the bubonic plague, which killed nearly 60% of the population around the world. It killed a lot of motherfuckers. And these niggas thought that cats were more dangerous than Thanos. You understand 60% is better than 50%. That's just math. And I, as you know, am a mathematician, along with being a comedian and a future father I'm a mathematician first. That is that is the core of who I am, a mathematician. And so, like the Avengers, these people believed that cats were so terrible that they teamed up to beat the shit out of cats and murder them in the streets. They, there was there was a mass murder of kitty cats because they believed they were responsible for the the plague that took over the world. Now, the irony of all of this, if any of you have studied history, much like me, I'm also a historian, mathematician, uh, comedian future father, and of course, historian. That's number four. But number four historian, those of you that have studied history know that the bubonic plague was actually started by a disease spread through rats, which cats probably could have helped stop if they weren't getting slaughtered by a bunch of cat devil weirdos. You know what I mean? Probably could have put a halt to this if we would have kept our eye on the ball on this one. But that's neither here nor there. They did what they had to do, and it worked out perfectly for the white. Eh? Anyway, on a less tragic note, there are some members of the Buddhist community who believe that cats actually are vessels for human souls, that they're not stealing human souls, but actually a human soul is where it is stored inside of a kitty cat like an urn after you die. Not so much it's stealing, but it's borrowing it until you your soul is ready to ascend to paradise. Uh, and, and that's that's kind of nice. That's a sweet feeling that I probably could leave the episode with. I could leave you with that information, but I want to leave you with one more thing because I, I read, I went on Quora, which as we all know, is not the best place to find information, but it is the best place to find sassy answers. And somebody on Quora asked this exact same question that you're asking, Phoebe, about whether or not cats steal souls. And they, they the best response I found, one that I really enjoyed, they said, do cats steal human souls? And somebody said, I I find the best way to lose your soul is to go on Quora and ask a really stupid question. You're clearly suffering from the same problem, but I'm sure the question you asked has done the trick for you. It's certainly stupid enough. And boy, oh boy, is that the kind of uh, healthy dialogue that I think we all need, you know? A nice person goes on the internet and asks about something that haunts their dreams, and then an even uh, an even nicer man goes, you're a fucking idiot. G stay off the internet. And I don't know who's right or who's wrong in this situation, but I bet we can figure it out, you know? I bet if we put our heads together, we'll figure it out. So to answer your question, Phoebe, I think there's a fair amount of evidence that, that cats don't that that cats at least have a a toxic history shall we say with an, a toxic relationship with with humans and and the human world you know what i mean 
even if they're not stealing souls, they're not to be trusted. And I like cats, but I don't trust the motherfuckers. I keep my eye on a kitty cat. You know what I mean? I'm not just going to let them keep hanging out regular around me. Anyway, I think that answered everything that you needed to know. It certainly was a lot of information. Not sure how much of it was helpful. But if you want to ask me a question about uh, murderous animals and get relatively unhelpful answers about it, you can send me those questions and those conspiracy theories to mymamapod at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Also, Subscribe to the podcast. Review the podcast. Jesus Christ, how many times do I have to keep telling you fuckers this? Are you trying to upset me? Are you trying to turn me into a a person who rages deep into the night? Come on, people. The, the, The time is now, you know? Anyway, bye, bitch. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.